the previous episodes, we looked into the physical aspect of self-care, and then we explored inner well-being. Today, let's talk about our career and finances. After today's episode, feel free to take the career and finance survey in the description box. You can also download my free career and finance self-care checklist in the description box to help you plan your finances. Hello, you are listening to the Restored Women Platform podcast. My name is Antoinette Lima. I encourage divorced Christian moms to reconnect with who they are, decide what they want to do, so that they feel able to take action and achieve their own goals. Today, we are looking into self-care. So for many years, you've poured out your heart, your energy, your time, looking after the people you cared for, your then husband, your kids, your family and friends. That's great. I respect you for that. And I'm sure your people do too, especially if you had to do some of it as a single mom, like I did. But now, your grown-up children are getting on with their own lives and they're doing fine. Here's the thought. It is all good to make everybody else happy, but what about you? When is it going to be your time? Time to reconnect with your body, your soul, and maybe your career. Time to redefine what's really important to you as an individual. Time to nurture or create meaningful relationships. Maybe time to get that professional certification to enter a new career or start the business you had in mind for so long. In a word, when is it the right time to go after your own dreams? If you don't take action now, imagine what you will feel like in six months, one year, 10 years. Thinking with regrets of the career or the business you could have had. How you could have felt knowing you are making a significant contribution to the world using your God-given gifts and talents. The healthy body you would have had if you had taken care of it. Now is the time to have some control over your life again. And you know you have so much more to achieve and to experience whether professionally, financially, and at the personal level. The question is, where do you start? And the answer is, you decide. But why don't you start with you? Do you know that you are the main and most precious asset in your own life? And you want to offer your family, the world, the best version possible of yourself. This is why it is so important that you take care of yourself. And this is where self-care kicks in. If you agree with that, feel free to write in the comments. I commit to look after myself from now on because I am the main asset of my own life. Let's start with what self-care is not, and then we'll see what self-care can be. So did you think self-care was rushing in and out of the shower every day? No, it's not. Did you think self-care was selfish? No. Did you think self-care was expensive? It doesn't have to be. Did you think self-care was time-consuming? No, a few minutes regularly can make a huge difference. So what is self-care? 
there are so many definitions of self-care. I written one from the dictionary I found very interesting. Let me read it to you. Self-care is the practice of taking an active role in protecting one's own well-being and happiness, in particular during periods of stress. Basically, self-care is anything you do deliberately to improve and keep your mental, emotional and physical health and well-being. So far, we looked into the physical aspect of self-care and then we explored inner well-being. Today, let's talk about our career and finances. Professional and finance self-care. I must say, the COVID-19 situation was a wake-up call for me. It has allowed me to look at my career and my finances in a very different way. As an independent lawyer, I work on contract and I enjoyed the flexibility of working that way. When COVID-19 hit, I was working for a US law firm in Zurich, Switzerland. I had been there for seven months and thought I would be there at least for a year or more. After US President Trump called all US citizens to go back home, within two days there was no one left in our office except for the London UK team and a couple of people living locally. Before I knew it, I was back in London not knowing what would happen next. As you can imagine, my contract ended quite abruptly. At that point, two questions came to my mind. How long will I be able to stand if, for any reason, I couldn't go back to work soon? Is it not a good time to reconsider my work situation and make new arrangements for the future? Responding to the first question, I must say that remote work has never been the preferred choice in the legal profession. Indeed, there are different things to take into consideration, especially around confidentiality and data protection issues. It took some time for legal organizations to adjust to remote working. It meant for me no work for four months and also four entire months with no work-related income. I went from being always busy working, on the move, traveling back and forth, depending on my assignments and their locations. Suddenly, I had plenty of time. Time to pause and rest, but also time to think, not knowing if I would be working soon. Which brings me to our topic. How do you take care of your career and your finances? Do you have a plan to improve your professional life and your finances? Obviously, the first step on the journey to financial happiness is to be able to make money. And the second one is to be able to plan ahead for our finances. Earning enough. On a side note, the UK newspaper, The Guardian, reports that women are likely to earn 260,000 British pounds less than men over their careers. At age 48, a man would usually earn 16,600 
British pounds more than a woman with similar education. Bearing in mind that only 25% of executive senior roles are held by women, according to CNBC. Divorce doesn't help neither. Some divorcees experience financial difficulties. Having to reorganize their work arrangements and finances after a separation. Personally, I was not able to progress my career as much as I would have wanted to after my divorce and while my children were still small. As a new single mom, I had to organize myself around them and work accordingly. So, how do you earn enough money? You can either learn to ask or negotiate for the higher pay or rate you deserve for your work, or, in some cases, not always, going to the next level of income means going back to school or doing some kind of training or certification. Do you invest in your education? Do you invest time, energy, or money on improving your career and your earnings? Are you planning on enrolling on a course or are you getting a professional qualification that will help you move forward in your career and your finances? Or maybe you are a qualified professional already, but you need a career coach to help clarify the steps you need to take to get to your next level. In the end, it all comes to the way we value ourselves. My story During the first lockdown due to COVID-19, I joined the Purpose to Platform program with Patrice Washington. I am now doing the Radical Coach certification with Doreen René as I'm developing a coaching practice as a side business. During the first part of both programs, as we were reviewing our belief system, we were invited to have a closer look at our relationship and our conversations with and around money. What are your feelings around money? Do you feel trapped, fearful? Do you have negative feelings towards money or people who have a lot of it? Are you overspending or always feeling that you can't afford things? Right now, I am reading Overcoming Under Earning by Barbara Stani. The book suggests we have to take responsibility for where we are at with our finances. There is inner and outer work to be done. In relation to our beliefs and emotions around money, the quality of our thoughts apparently determines our relation to money and our ability to earn more. The second step is planning ahead. All right, we get it. And I quote the book, when you change your thoughts, your behavior follows. But of course, you still have on the outside to manage your money better and be able to create higher income. So how do you plan ahead? First, are your finances in order? Are you living paycheck to paycheck? Budgeting. Do you have a budget? Do you set financial goals? Do you know how much you have, how much you owe, 
and even how much you need to live comfortably. Do you have savings? How long are you able to live comfortably if, for any reason, you could not work for a while? Are you up to date with your taxes? My story. I am the first guilty of dragging my feet when it comes to updating my income and expenditure. Yes, my accountant is often chasing me for my updated Excel sheets around the time when we need to fill for the company or my personal tax return. But I am working on getting better. And thanks to him, we have managed so far to do and pay everything in due time. Do you need help with your career or your finances? Do you know where to get help? My story, I must say, that joining a coaching program has helped me a lot in getting the clarity I needed to decide on my next professional move and my financial goals. There are also plenty of online resources and on YouTube if you want to have a look. For example, the FIRE movement is quite interesting as they promote and teach on how to reach financial freedom and retire early. Please feel free to take the career and finances survey in the description box and share your biggest challenges and wins when it comes to your career and your finances. And also, you can download my free career and finance self-care checklist in the description box. In the previous episodes, we looked into the physical aspect of self-care and then inner well-being. Today, we talked about our career and finances. Next time, I'd like to introduce you to a special guest. She will share with us her personal journey and give us some tips from her weight loss program. See you soon and in the meantime, take good care of yourself.